Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the very last week of August 2022. Pam will let us know all about the week starting Monday the 29th, and this is week 35 of the year. And then I'll be back uh, at the end with our 10-minute contemplation meditation. And this is activespirituality.life. I'm Susie Mazzoli, and here is Pamela Cuginelle. Hello, hello. Okay, so let's get into the 29th. The moon enters the sign of Libra at 5.45 a.m. And the times I give her Eastern time, so please adjust depending on where you are. So what that means is that prior to the moon entering Libra, we are in this what we call void of course energy when the moon is not making any geometric pictures to another sign, uh, planet in the sky, heavenly body. And so at that point in time, we're really in this, what I like to consider drift and dream energy. And it's for many people, certainly in the Northeast, it's pre-dawn. And so you may be sleeping, you may be up, doing your meditation, or just starting your day. But the thing to do is just stay in that routine of the day. Once the moon enters Libra at 5.45 a.m., <clears throat> now we're in an energy that's more connective. Now, connective doesn't necessarily mean everything flows, but on this particular day, it may feel as though it does, at least until it does not. So let me explain that. <clears throat> so Libra is an air sign. It's what we call cardinal air. It's one of the signs that begins the season. And it's wonderful at initiating conversations, bringing things up, getting other people's perspective, mediation, diplomacy, legal matters, deciphering uh, material uh, that requires the, the brain and processing. Also really wonderful for cultural exchange. And on this day, there is a lot of connections that occur where we feel like we're communicating. There may even be an acceleration of something that we've been working on, perhaps negotiating or discussing. As we get towards the uh, early evening, <clears throat> it may seem as though there's way too many options, too many things in front of you, too many choices. How do you do this and that at the same time or clone yourself? Decisions have to be made. So 
The best thing to keep in mind is if it's a simple one, like are we eating Indian or Chinese, that doesn't necessarily have long-range repercussions. If the decision, however, involves people and um, choices and the potential for someone feeling as though someone else um, gained more from an outcome than the other, then it might serve you not to weigh in at this point, but just kind of keep all the plates in the air and see, see how things fall or see what ends up making the most sense going forward, but not necessarily in the compelling, let's make a decision now feeling. And the reason for that is, especially as we spill into the 30th on Tuesday, is that more things start to come to the surface and get revealed. Remember, Uranus is retrograde. So there's, it's as though there's this uh, information, energy, uh, change agent that is, is burrowing underneath. And we're not necessarily sure how it's going to affect the landscape. But if we're paying attention, we know it's happening. The last thing you want to do is pretend the change isn't happening. And it, it's kind of human nature. A lot of people, that's how they operate. You know, it's just, I don't want to change, or it's too hard, or let me just pretend that isn't happening. <laughs> but it is happening. It's happening. I mean, it happens every day. Every day, every moment is change. It's not the same as it was a minute ago or five minutes ago or five years ago, et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> so adaptability, conversation, teasing out how someone else feels is a highly productive way to use uh, both the 29th and the 30th. It doesn't mean you can't engage or start something, but just know uh, because we are in the waxing moon cycle, the new moon was just a few days ago. But just know that it's really important that everyone airs out grievances, point of view, that um, people all feel like they're around the table in this discussion. You don't want to leave anybody out, especially with moon and Libra, because what will happen is if decisions are made and not everybody's been heard or feel as though they have, it's going to come back. It's not going to be comfortable. And in some cases, that's unavoidable. Certain decisions or contracts or opinions or situations, somebody's going to feel shortchanged. But the, the most important piece, again, Moon and Libra, is to weigh fairness and to give everyone airtime. And then sometimes a judgment must be made that isn't in favor of all parties, but perhaps it should not be because not all parties are being equitable or deserve the same um, exchange or seat at the table that everyone does. But this isn't easy. 
And so that's just depending on your conversations, what's going on. It's just important to keep that in mind as being a background theme of Monday, Tuesday. And it may be in the foreground, depending on what you're actually doing, discussing, and making happen. But overall, Libra Moon means that we want to be stimulated somehow mentally, that we want to be engaged in conversation, uh, open to uh, things that give us a sense of human creativity and endeavor. Uh, That's the good, juicy parts about these couple of days. Wednesday the 31st, the moon goes void, of course, at 6.43 a.m., in the sign of Libra. So it's void, of course, pretty much all morning and enters Scorpio at 1.11 p.m. in the afternoon. Strong numbers, 1.11. And so prior to when it enters the sign of Scorpio, we are we basically have a morning that's best spent finishing up things already in motion, working on ongoing projects, um, cleaning out old stashes and and things that just clutter or get in your way, or really using this time to recharge. Once the moon is in the sign of Scorpio, now we have a couple of days that are much more... um, The word may be confrontational. It depends, again, on the situation. It may be just confrontation with self. um, But it is very rich for digging into things, seeing what needs to be revealed, what has been hidden. Uh, We may be looking for something. We may be researching something. We may be dealing with a healing or therapeutic situation. This is all a very rich time to do this. And it what happens over this afternoon and then into Thursday, uh, September 1st, is that we get closer to understanding certain things that have been unconscious. That may be within ourselves, it may be within people around us, it could be even on a broad sphere. For instance, when you look at or reflect on things like the economy, Scorpio is a sign very linked to how people share money, merge money, invest, um, borrow money, It has a lot to do with the workings of a financial system and also the things you need to keep your eyes open for in financial dealings. So because of this, these couple of days look very, very focused on what those themes might be in your personal life and, as I said, uh, like the broader layer how finance happens in economies, um, a consumer economy. So there can be discussion or um, some overt thing going on with boycotts or um, 
what people buy or what they invest in or why they invest in, uh, discussions on what's going on in the market or more analysis of how certain systems are going to pan out and benefit or not. But overall, for an individual, this is a very rich time to look below the surface of the inner workings of how you operate. You know, what is automatic? What is reactive? As opposed to you've reflected on it, you're responding in a way that is in alignment with what your intention is. So one thing about, especially as we get into Thursday, is that it's critically important to take responsibility for anything that might come up in these areas. Classic example is um, a partner, someone who you share money or, or secrets or intimacy with, and that person is not really um, taking responsibility or shouldering load or making the commitment that uh, you feel is necessary to foster um, a lot of integrity or sense of stability. And it can be a discussion or it can be a unfolding of something that just is not working the way you might like it to work. And in the end, we have to be truthful with ourselves. You know, if we make decisions, well, that's just how he is and I'm going to accept it or I'm, I'm going to do his part, that's you taking that responsibility for what you want to have happen. But keep in mind that if we make those kind of decisions at this point in time, it's a concession for, um, how to say this, it's, it's conceding that we can't have the, the whole. It's impossible to have our needs met and also be supported. So it's really valuable to look at that, especially if you have, you were born with um, a signature that shows a um, difficult alignment between Moon and Venus or Moon and Saturn. That's going to show you know, the child who has had to learn and takes into adulthood uh, a sense of, I have to shoulder it all. If I ask for help, nobody's going to be there. I'm not going to get um, all my needs met. And so for some of us, this can be um, kind of a sticky couple of days but I think the antidote or the way to look at it is, okay, am I reacting to an old pattern? Is this really happening in the way I think it's happening? And if it is, am I able to, willing, or is it appropriate for me to set boundaries, draw a line, and ask for more? <laughs> okay, September 2nd. 
The moon goes void, of course, at 1.22 p.m., so the morning especially may be very charged with what I was just talking about up until the moon goes void, of course. Once it goes void, of course, the afternoon then through 6.39 p.m. is, this is just, moon void, of course, in the sign of Scorpio is so delicious for recharging. If you have the opportunity, even in a small way, even like a five-minute meditation, if you're really lucky and can uh, do a, a go show up for a massage treatment or some sort of energy or body or spiritual or psycho, psychological work that is just therapeutic and restorative, it just is... Um, exponential the results also nature be by water uh, this uh, just the the i the idea is to take you out of yourself like the little tiny ego placement self and put yourself in the immense connection with universal flow and when we can do that uh, certain times, I think, when the moon is void, of course, in certain signs, it's just especially rich because it's it's deep, it's profound. We we don't want to go down the rabbit hole of hurts and limitations. We want to enter the vast uh, universe of possibilities and and be in that delicious void of expectation and potential and I think that is very available for us at this point in time know that even though we're in the waxing moon cycle you you might want to just let uh, projects or new things that you're starting uh, anything new just kind of have a while to gestate and, and get formulated more before you actually launch it or take it out when the moon enters Sag at 6.39 p.m., it takes us into this really fun weekend, I think. Uh, out of doors, uh, conversations, uh, learning something new, uh, seeking, uh, connecting with people from places outside your normal realm, travel, either through uh, virtually or in conversations or uh, literally like put on, get that ticket and get on a vehicle to get somewhere else. It's, it's just a very strong weekend for opening into new horizons, new ways of seeing fresh perspectives and so things that can really take off are available for you at this point in time. It may take a while to really understand what that looks like and how it's getting launched, but it absolutely is uh, totally available for you at this point in time. So really, really yummy uh, last weekend of summer is what it looks like to me. 
The moon goes void, of course, at 9.51 p.m. And it enters Capricorn very shortly after at 10.03 p.m. And when it enters Capricorn, and Venus also is going into Virgo uh, at this time and, and into the next day, this is just so strong for whatever it is you want to emphasize and make happen. It is a powerful push to move into the, the ultimate commitment, whatever it may be. So it's not necessarily easy. Monday, appropriately, appropriately is Labor Day. Uh, it doesn't mean you're going to do very laborious things, but it could be just really coming to an understanding of this is what, what I want to emphasize, this is what I want to make happen. And so I'm not going to talk too much about Monday, obviously, because that's going into the next week. This is the full-fledged, I am he showing up for this commitment that we can make late evening on Sunday the 4th, not necessarily for a project or ideal or start that's going to happen quickly, but for something that we are like two feet on the ground, whole body in, uh, believing that that's what we're going for at this point in time and beyond. And now I turn it over to Susie. Thank you so much. And I'm just looking at my calendar and that will be a beautiful time where I am attending a Tibetan Buddhist retreat. So Lovely. Let's, let's perhaps push for spiritual development and that, uh, that work that we do, that spiritual work that we do. So I invite everyone now to do our little 10-minute meditation and just take a few deeper breaths and allow yourself to settle in. And ask yourself the question, when was the last time that I went on a spiritual retreat? And maybe you were on one yesterday or maybe you were on one last year or maybe you've never been on a spiritual retreat. So let's really contemplate that idea now of spirituality and retreat of giving time to ourselves to be in a space which is not about the material world which is not about doing something or achieving something but really deepening into the spiritual the spiritual within us and whether we are following a particular tradition that might be thousands of years old and has been followed by millions of people around the world, whether it's a, a, a known world religion 
or whether it's just your own tradition or your own spiritual individual process. Let's just deepen into that part of ourselves now. I like to think of that as, of course, as contained within my whole body, but I like to think of it especially around my crown, the crown chakra, where I imagine, where I visualise that I am opening up and connecting to the world at large through the very top of my head, connecting to what you might call divine, connecting to the universal field. doesn't have to have any kind of religious language at all, but one where we connect. So think of it as an energetic connection. And as you feel yourself, perhaps you might feel some tingling on the top of your head at the crown chakra, or you might feel some tingling throughout your body, or if you choose to connect through the heart chakra. Just visualize for yourself that there now is an opening. And all of the time that we spend running around, looking after ourselves, looking after others, doing our work, doing things, very physical, very mental. Just for a few moments, think of yourself as an energetic being that you are beginningless and endless, that this body is a receptacle, a container, a vessel right now that, that you are within and most certainly without as well, that you are everywhere. But we tend to think of ourselves as this human body. So just feel yourself now as you concentrate on the crown chakra and just feel yourself literally opening up the top of your head and you can visualize the sun above you and the sun is pouring in light into the top of your head and that light is pouring through your body going through to every single particle of your being and you are experiencing the oneness that we have with nature, the oneness that we have with our world, the oneness that we have not just with our world but with the celestial bodies, the universe. And for a few moments, you can experience that expansive nature of yourself. That there is no time, there are no boundaries.
everything is interconnected. Everything is peacefully interconnected. And everything is very calm. And as you take a few deeper breaths, taking in that frequency of interconnectedness that we are all together the web of life we are all connected together And as we take a few deeper breaths, feel yourself connected to the sun, to the sky, to the clouds. Feel yourself soaring up in the air with the birds. Flying on the currents. Feel yourself connected to the trees. Rising up from the ground, reaching out their boughs in all directions. Feel yourself with your roots deep in the ground. Feel yourself crawling under the ground with all the microorganisms, worms. With the network of mushrooms, fungi. Feel yourself sprouting out of the ground as a new tree, as a new plant. And then feel yourself running along the ground in the body of a deer. Running through the forest. Feel yourself Visualize yourself swimming in the ocean as a fish. Feel the water against your body. Feel yourself as a grain of sand on the beach. Tiny, tiny grain of sand. You are all of these things. All of the earth frequencies are in you. All of the celestial frequencies are there. Feel all of this within you. 
that you are connected, that you are made of all of the same atoms as the trees, as the fish, as the mushrooms, as the air, all connected, all one. And as we end the meditation, just feel yourself now with gratitude. Feel yourself with thanks for all that is, for all that we are and all that we can be in this world, connected, this web of life. Gently taking a deep breath, opening your eyes, feeling refreshed and wonderful. Love now. Thank you so much, Pam. Thanks, everyone. Share the podcast, share the love, and see you all next week. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.